For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, where today on the podcast, going to talk a little bit about Noah Fant. Who is Noah Fant? What does he bring for Denver, and was it a good pick for the Denver Broncos at number 20? So we'll get into that discussion. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at Ronnie K Radio. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing with the Noah fan selection that I just don't, I just don't, I just can't get behind it because I have a fundamental philosophy behind the NFL draft. And that is there are certain positions, and I don't mean to degrade them, but there are certain positions that just I would not spend a first-round pick on. And we had this discussion last year. We had this discussion last year with guard when it comes to the top five. And obviously the name that everybody had was Quentin Nelson, who went to the Indianapolis Colts at six. There are just certain positions where you can find talent elsewhere, whether it be a veteran and or a later draft pick. And so it's not Noah Fant, the player, that I have a problem with. It's the fact that they took a tight end and traded away their 10th pick to get there. Noah Fant uh, from Omaha, of course, went to college in Iowa, had about 1,000 yards receiving. Uh, This is a guy who is 6'4", 250, Solid hands, solid arms, ran the four five or the forty yard dash in four point five, bench pressed twenty reps, and has a vertical of nearly forty inches. Very athletic. Okay? Uh certainly some eye popping numbers. Sure. But when I look at this and say, okay, tight end, you could have found a solid tight end in the second, third, fourth round, where your odds are better to find them because Everybody who wants to compare him to George Kittle, because, of course, he's going to be the tight end playing in Rich Gangarello's offense, who flourished last year. George Kittle was a fifth-round pick. Okay, Gronkowski, second. Ertz, second. Kelsey, third. Jordan Reed, third. Witten, third. Jimmy Graham, third. You see my point? The last first-round pick taken tight end-wise was Hayden Hurst last year by the Ravens. (laughs) Okay. By the way, all tight ends taken generally over the last couple years, they've been meh. I think David Njoku back in 2015-14 is the best one so far, and even him has yet to truly, truly flourish. Eric Ebron, another name. These guys aren't lighting up the NFL. 
Meanwhile, there are other positions where your odds are better to hit if you take them high in the draft. And a particular one to a tweeter that I had, a follower, was quarterback. And it's just, I just don't, I think you could have found talent at the tight end position. And look, this is not a, it's not a science. Certainly, we're going to grade this pick based on if it if it hits or not. But I would have rather taken the chance on another position or filled a greater need. And I really hope Devin Bush doesn't become the Broncos' Donovan Mitchell because I never forget. I never forget. Because I would have took Devin Bush. And then, quite frankly, it would have traded back into the first round and taken a quarterback. Because as I say on this show all the time, you are irrelevant unless you have a quarterback. Something that that maybe was the most telling thing from yesterday, the most revealing thing to me, I severely have underestimated what they think of Joe Flacco. I very much looked at Joe Flacco as a bridge, and I thought Denver looked at him that way too. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think we are looking at Joe Flacco as a four or five-year starter, ideally, assuming it doesn't nosedive, but we're talking about him being a longer-term option than I thought because why would you guy, why would you spend a first-round pick for a guy who is tailor-made to Joe Flacco's style unless you weren't serious about him for multiple years? And that's kind of a scary thought. We don't know that concrete, obviously. And again, things change in the NFL very, very quickly. But that's kind of a scary thought because I don't think Joe Flacco's all that great. I really don't. He's an upgrade from Keenum, sure. But, I mean, ask yourself, is Joe Flacco going to get you to the AFC Championship game in the next four years? The answer is a hard no. Hard no. If they get to the postseason... I think they're probably doing pretty darn good. Playoffs? So it's it just look at him like you could have had a perfect fit with Devin Bush. But look, we should trust Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio at the Arizona meetings, the power meetings, whatever you want to call it, the gathering of the coaches, about a month ago, or it might have been two months ago, said that when it comes to being special, comparing to Roquan Smith, he thought both Devons, Devin Bush, Devin White, were kind of, eh, they got a ways to go. They're not the, they're not there. They're not th- those kind of impact players. So you hired Vic Fangio for a job, and that's to evaluate defensive talent, select the right ones. You have to trust his gut. But boy, if they're wrong, that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt. And I get it. They they have tight ends that are. Constantly injured. Jeff Hireman, Jake Butt, Troy Fumagalli, name one, and they're all dealing with injuries. But if tight end was even a, a skosh of a potential pick in the draft, don't you think that $9 million that you're giving to Hireman over the next couple of years is probably better suited to give to Chris Harris Jr. now? Like that money to Jeff Hireman, it makes no sense now. And it was kind of a head-scratching move from the get-go. And now it's like, okay, well, now you're dumping Jake Butt, right? I mean, it, it, Jake Butt doesn't have a roster spot. They're not carrying four tight ends. 
I mean, maybe a guy gets onto a practice squad, but at the, at this point, and and maybe that's a correct move because yeah, he can't stay healthy. But neither can Jeff Hireman. So why'd you resign him then? And everybody came comes in rebuttal and says, well, then they needed a backup. Well, then why don't you get a veter a veteran reliable backup who has not dealt with injuries? There are plenty of tight ends who are in the market who you could have just brought in as a body as a backup. Jeff Hireman has displayed n- in no way has di- Jeff Hireman flashed potential where he could be a starting tight end. He is not. Not once. And then he deals with injuries, as everybody complains so much. I just, I, I, It just doesn't feel like a great fit to me. Like, like Logan, if I asked you, you were to drop, let's just say Rob Gronkowski, okay, onto the the Broncos roster last year. Yeah. Okay, let's just drop Rob Gronkowski and say they have him for a full six. They're probably what two wins better. Eight if eight win team, they're eight and eight. If maybe I'd, best case scenario, I'd say one. Not okay, one. So you're telling me that Noah Fant has to be the greatest tight end in NFL history just to make this team an 8-9 win team? It's like, I I don't think it moves the needle enough. Because if you're on this Joe Flacco win-now type train, does that really move the needle? I don't think it does. And this is why I don't like the, the selection. I like the player. And yeah, he may turn out to be a stud, but I could argue just the same. He could be a 20-catch, 25-catch guy every single year like we've seen Jeff Hireman been for the last couple years. And he's just ineffective. You can make that same argument. So that's why I never, I don't understand why everybody says, well, he could become an absolute tremendous star. Well, it's like, yeah, well, he could be a bust too. Like That goes for anybody. It, it goes the same way. That goes so for it's everybody. not a very good argument. Well, and I don't like the mechanics of how it was done because when you're sitting there, the Broncos are on the clock at number 10. I think everybody, maybe including yourself, Ronnie, we're licking our chops here. We're like, all right, are they going to take Devin Bush? And then all of a sudden you see that little flicker show up on the screen, trade. And then all of a sudden you see the Steelers logo there and you're like, they just traded back. And then they traded back to draft them, which is, okay, so if you're traded back to get him, I was, I'm not going to lie to you. I was not looking for Noah Fan to be named. I was waiting for the name Drew Locke to be dropped. Yeah, that's what I was waiting yeah, on. Well, and look, that's that's another discussion we'll have a little bit later. But um, I, I I I like the trade back because I thought you got some solid value for it. And John Elway spoke about that in his post draft, uh, uh, post first round draft presser. Is that they like the value a lot? He said the word value a lot, and I get it. I I, I like the value too. And actually, I turned to a couple media friends and said. When they went to, when they went to pick at twenty, I said they ought to trade out again. With Byron Murphy, Greedy Williams, Reisner on the board, Fant, Drew Locke, they ought to trade back again. Now it takes two to tango. I get it. Maybe they tried and maybe they didn't have one. But I would have been looking that way because I just I it doesn't blow my mind the Noah Fant pick and and I think they need talent and again tight end luxury position. Luxury position. Let's get to your responses on Twitter. At Ronnie K Radio is where I'm at. And you can uh, follow me. You can react. This is from uh, some this morning, last night. 
Uh, Andrew Meyer says, smart move. Can't wait for the whining to stop. Greg says, I think it was an excellent pick. Threw me off a little bit. The guy is a beast. Fills a much-needed position. Jake says, one giant ball of meh. Nick says, a pick like this would make sense for a winning team that was looking for extra weapons, but not for a team with so many other important needs. Tim says he's a Hawkeye from Ohio. Hardworking players come from Ohio. Just ask Josie Jewell. Well, we say the same about Wisconsin, and Monte Ball turned out to be a tremendous running back. Mark says, yay, 3-13. and 13. Oh, wait, I forgot Flacco is entering his prime, in quotation marks. Nothing like a tight end to get you excited. Ooh, he's very mad. He's worse than me. He's, he's not sad. He's mad. Somebody had their Rice Krispies burnt to a crisp. Damon on Twitter says, I understand most people wanting a quarterback or inside linebacker, but let's compare these quarterbacks to last year and next year, and you will see these guys wouldn't be in the top 10. I agree. That's probably a fact, which makes it even more baffling that they have not traded for Josh Rosen. And look, I get it. They don't like Josh Rosen. I don't know why. I don't get it. Josh Rosen is the best person on the board right now. You want to talk about drafts? Josh Rosen is the best player on the board right now. Hunter says, I'm not as upset with the player we got, more upset that we not only had Bush available, but also Wilkins, Haskins, uh, Gary, why trade back when you had top 10 talent right there? Uh, solid, solid point. I'm not a big Dwayne Haskins guy. I really don't like him at all, but I would not have blamed the Broncos for going after him. If they thought Dwayne Haskins was a franchise quarterback, which obviously they didn't think so, I would not blame them for taking him. Buff Jason says second best Iowa tight end seems solid. LOL. That may be sarcastic. Scott says definitely a need for the Broncos, especially for Flacco. And the real den says who? Question mark. Look, we'll see. We'll, we'll see in a couple years. I just, I have this fundamental philosophy that tight end wide receiver fullback Quite frankly, cornerback, I really don't know if I would be spending first-round picks on them. I really don't. Safety, because again, they're dependent on the pass rush. I won't go as far and say guard anymore because I think offensive line play is so crucial to your success on offense. But that pass rush, that linebacking core, that is a crucial part of that defense. And to pass on a good one in Devin Bush, don't know I like it a lot. So big thanks to our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirit. Chef Andrea Varela and that locally sourced rotating seasoning fair is just tremendous. Be sure to go check it out up on the rooftop this summer. Tap14.com, that's tap 14 Com. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, Radio on Twitter, where, again, also want to say thanks to our friends at Bespoke Edge. That's BespokeEdge.com, men's custom clothier. They've been doing it for several years, family-owned. And, well, if you need to uh, upgrade the wardrobe, whether it may be something for a casual night out, maybe date night, or maybe it's for the workforce, be sure to check out the hundreds of blog posts, videos, and tips over there at BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com. Dot com, my friends over there at Bespoke Edge. Again, want to say thanks to our friends over there at Tap 14 as well. And well, be sure to check out more info on the Broncos at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. And, of course, the all-new Mile High Sports 
mobile app where you can find great info on the Broncos as they continue the NFL draft. That's milehighsports.com. Milehighsports.com. See y'all. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.